Welcome, I, my name is Enoch Leffingwell, and today I want to tell you one surprising habit that can turn any defeat into victory. You see, uh, there was a time where I was, um, I w- it just seemed like I was going from like one defeat to the next, and it seemed like no matter how much I tried, I was I was never good enough, or there wasn't. A, I put a lot of effort or energy, and I wanted to do the right thing, but I just kept failing. And I would try, and I'd fail, and I'd try, and I'd fail, and I didn't understand like well, what what is wrong with me? What am I doing wrong? And um, I wanted to do good, but it wasn't really happening very well. And just seeing all of the areas in my life of that um, I was missing, and what I didn't understand, or what I was. Uh, where I wasn't yet or or areas in my character that needed to be developed and it was really discouraging and sometimes it would get me low and um, and it wasn't until I was actually moving out of California we were doing a medical missionary training school over there for two years but then I got a call to go direct a, a medical missionary school up in Idaho and to um, help help out with the church over here and um, as as we went down to California, we were packing everything up, we were moving, and I, while I was there, there was um, I was invited to speak at a church, but during uh, the early morning service, there was someone who was speaking, and, and they brought up a verse in, in uh, 1 Corinthians 13 that was talking about the what I now call the motive chapter, or the love chapter, and it talked about how, uh, though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. And he was mentioning, he's like, look, you can even be a martyr for Christ. Lay down your life for Christ, but with the wrong motive, and it profits you nothing. And I was like, what? You could be a martyr and still not actually have the right motive and, and maybe even like be lost? It's like, that is amazing. When you really think about that, and he was explaining how motive does matter. There are two types of motives that we can have. A motive of righteousness and a motive of unrighteousness. A motive of selfishness or a motive of self-sacrificing love. Why do you do what you do? Because you could do the right thing for the wrong motive and it is rejected of God. But you could do the wrong thing with the right motive, and God takes that into consideration as well. So as he was sharing these things, I was like, whoa, why have I never heard this before? Like, this is a concept that is like, when he said it, it was just like, like yeah, like that makes sense. But it, it wasn't something that's really talked about a lot. So he's encouraging, examine yourselves, examine your life and your motive of why you do what you do. Not just what you do, but why. And then my mind was brought to Matthew 7 um, and how Jesus said, Many will say unto me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? Have we not done many wonderful works? Cast out demons in your name? And then Jesus says to them, Depart from me. I never knew you, ye that work iniquities. So there was this, this knowledge, but I mean, that that knowing Christ, a personal relationship with Jesus was so essential. And that's why they were they were separated and Jesus rejected them. When I hear that, I don't know about you, but that's like some of the scariest words of the Bible. Can you imagine? Like I've been in full time ministry for eight years now. Could you imagine like leading out in song service or being an elder at church or being a missionary evangelist and or a preacher or you're 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 teaching the word of God, you're helping others to come closer to Christ, but 
it's all when when you really search the heart you realize that the motive was just selfishness was it for the glory of god or was it for my own glory was it to be seen of men or was it to glorify god and so that christ in me the hope of glory could be seen and when you really like search the heart it starts to uh, come really close to home and so this this habit that I'm talking about is this habit of self-examination. It's reflecting upon the past and seeing why. What, what does that mean? Ecclesiastes 3.15, it, it talks about how that which hath been, that's history, is now, that's present. That which is to be, that's future, hath already been, that's history. And God requires that which is past. Now, why does God require history? Why does God require us to know our history, to understand history, and to, um, and this relates to the history of the church, the history of nations, history of the world, his, specifically the history of God's people, and your personal history, my personal history. Why does God require our past? And the reason why is because history will be repeated. You see, the key to learn from the, the, the key to turning defeat into victory is found in Psalms 119, verse 71. I love this verse. It talks about how it is good for me that I have been afflicted. Trials, defeats, hardships, uh, temptations. It's good for me. Why? That I might learn thy statutes. When you are able to take a defeat and learn from it and see why did that happen and you take your mistakes your shortcomings your failures and you see like well what caused that was i did i have my devotions was i being was i being prayerful at that time or was i separated from christ or or was i um making decisions based on the wrong motive was it a motive of fear or was it a motive of love because perfect love casts out all fear and when you start to examine our failures our defeats our mistakes and shortcomings and we learn from these experiences surely you turn a defeat into victory and this is the victory in in first john 5 4 that whatsoever is born of god overcometh the world and this is the victory that overcometh the world even our faith. So it's by examining our faith, examining our life, examining our history, our character, our past, our decisions, our motives, by examining the habits of life, becoming acquainted with why we do what we do. This is what allows us to turn apparent failure into victory. And I say apparent failure because when in, in the life of Christ, he's promised us victory. And your failures, when you start to incorporate a habit of self-examination, it only appears like you're failing, but it's not really failure because you're learning from it. And that failure becomes a stepping stone so that you can aim higher, you can reach higher, and you can grow in grace in Christ. And by God's grace, never repeat the same mistake again. See, Proverbs says that a just man falleth seven times and riseth up again, but the wicked, they fall into mischief. So I want to encourage you. There's a lot of times we set out with good intentions. We want to do the right thing. But, and I find that when we try to do the right thing and we don't really accomplish what we, what we tried to do and we fall short of that desire, um, then we, we get discouraged. And I have a tendency of wanting to say, well, if I already failed, why would I even try again? 
or even at the beginning, I, sometimes I get concerned, like, why commit to doing this if I, um, if I failed in the past? I'm probably just going to fail again. Or as you're starting to, there's something that uh, requires you to step out of your comfort zone. Like for me, recording this video, like recording this, this is uncomfortable. But the question can always be, what if I fail? But I want to encourage you to flip the script, flip the question and ask, what if God's word is true? What if you succeed? What if Christ in you by faith helps you to find the victory? What if instead of going from defeat to defeat, you can be as, I believe it's Psalms 8, 5, it says that they in Zion, God's people, they go from strength to strength, victory to victory. How would you like to live that your life could be from one glorious victory to the next? I'm telling you, friends, if you can cultivate this one habit of self-examination, reviewing of the past, you will be able to have a life of victory. And one thing that helps tremendously is in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 16 through 22, it talks about how in everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Give thanks to the Lord for the victories that are in your life. When you stop focusing on all the failures, your mistakes, your faults, and all these problems, and you start recognizing the wins, the victories, the things that went well in your life, the things that you're grateful for, you'll have more things to be grateful for. You see, there's a principle of the law of focus. It is a law that what you focus on, you find. Matthew 7, 7, Jesus said that. So if you look for victories, you will find them. And even the very act of recognizing the victories in your life of how the day uh, day has been um, the successes, the victories, the, the things that you're grateful to God for, that you could praise the Lord, even the act of finding those blessings creates more momentum in your life. That feeling of forward progress, and it helps you to grow. And that's truly the path that God has for you. Proverbs 4.18, Jesus is presenting to you that you can have a lot, that your path could be as a shining light that shines more and more to the perfect day. And just do this, incorporating this examination is so powerful. You see, I, um, when I heard this sermon and I heard this man, he was, he was sharing about examination. I'm like, I've never heard this before. So I went back to my devotions. I started studying for myself and I was intentional with my devotions and I was studying self-examination. I was studying the motives. I was studying how God was saying like, search me, O God, and know my heart and see if there be any wicked way in me. Lead me in the way everlasting in Psalms 139, 23 and 24. And I, I just saw all throughout the scriptures verses I've never even seen before. And I'm like, this is incredible. This is a fundamental way of life. This is a foundational teaching in the word of God. Why have I never heard this before? Why is this not being preached in the churches? Why is this not being taught in the schools? And, and I'm just like, whoa. I am so grateful that I learned this. And by God's grace, as Psalms 119, uh, 65 or 165 says, I delayed not and I made haste to keep thy commandments. So what I started to do is I started to take all that I, that I studied for hours and I poured into this, uh, this devotional document and just bring all the verses and the word of God on this matter of saying, what should we examine? What questions should we ask ourselves? What habits should we put into practice? And I started to put together a series, a system, a framework so that we can ask, so that I could ask myself. And after testing it on myself, it helped me tremendously 
to um, be able to recognize the things that God would have me to focus on. And then as it started work for me and I find victory and I found strength like never before, I started to share it with with our with the army of youth team and we started working together and testing on some of our our students uh, who uh, go through our coaching program and and our trainings and we started testing with them and we have this evening examination we have a a, a week examination and where we're able to see how ha- and we reflect on the past and we go through the biblical questions that god tells us that we should review and in in just the culmination of testing and trying this with with countless times with amongst the people uh, we ended up putting together this book live your calling daily account book this is a book where every day you're able to go through there is a morning conversation that helps you to set the intention for the day that gives you us let you be intentional with your prayers so that you have a system a framework of the things that god encourages us daily to pray for so that nothing is forgotten. And in the evening, we have an evening examination section where we're able to reflect on um, the a moment that we really appreciate. It's something that we're grateful for every day, and, and we can write it down. We, this is a conversation we're having with God. We can see, what could I have done to improve? What needs improvement from this day? You get to see your failures, your mistakes, your shortcomings, and you could see, well, how could I learn? And then there's a question that, uh, something that I learned or I realized today. What have I learned? And you're able to capture these lessons. Because you know what happens if you don't learn your lesson the first time? You get to learn it again. You get to uh, hear. You, God gives you the lesson another time, an opportunity, a trial to learn. So friends, if you want to stop feeling like you're constantly failing and you want to learn the lesson the first time and remember those things, capture it, document your lessons and to be intentional with your your prayers and, and the end of the day and, and it just it takes a few minutes um, not very long but the impact I'm telling you can reach beyond eternity I encourage you to pick up a copy of the live your calling daily account book um, you can you can order yours at thearmyofyouth.com forward slash account book and you can get your copy today this has been changing the lives of so many it is a biblical based account book so that you can get more intention in your life you can have a closer walk with god and, and you could start living your calling and going from one glorious victory to the next and you can turn any defeat into a victory when you're able to learn and reflect and examine our lives and um, so if you if you do that, then I encourage you go to thearmyofyouth.com forward slash account book. Thank you so much for watching. And I encourage you to share this video with someone who you believe that this could be a blessing to. And um, thank you so much for watching. And remember, God doesn't call a qualified. He qualifies a called.